All right. Welcome to The Kennedy Assassination. I'm Kate Kennedy, and this is the show where I interview men on the internet that don't like me. This is The Kennedy Assassination. Today's guest comes to us from the Midwest. His name is Taro, and uh, he has quite a laundry list of about him. Do you want to introduce yourself? Well, uh, I am who you introduced. Uh, I sent you the laundry list initially because I think that, well, number one, I've lived a weird life, uh, as is evident from the list. Um, and, and number two, I think it's really important to establish ourselves on more of an even rational playing field, right? You're, you are an internet person as much as you are. I mean, a, a large quantity of what you do uh, for your job is based off the internet, right? So whether you're on podcasts or not, or just on, you know, Twitter or your socials or, or doing whatever you're doing, you just disseminate a lot of information about yourself just naturally. And I think that it was, it's inherently unfair to come on and try and have like a, a rational adult conversation about things um, and basically be an anonymous person to come and like, for all intents and purposes, be rude without necessarily intending to be rude, right? So that's kind of why I sent you that laundry list is to say like, no, I'm I'm a person. Here are some things about me. They don't they don't really matter, right? Like this this isn't about me, um, but it is to show that it's it's more of a, a mutual olive branch, if you will. Understandable. I mean, context matters. Um, this They do matter, though. This show is very much about you. Um, that is the concept behind this show, is the way we take criticism online and, uh, and what constitutes valid or invalid criticism. So uh, aside from just being a bit of a roast of, of myself, because I am a, a known self-absorbed bitch, um, it is, uh, it, I really do want to take a look at that. So you reached out to me. I asked the entire internet if anyone didn't like me and would be willing to talk to me about it. And you reached out right away. Can you tell me why? Uh, because I saw it. <laughs> um, it's, it's basically, it's, yeah, it's basically that simple. Um, so I, I guess my relationship to the world you live in is um, more, more tangential and more like an intellectual interest. Like um, your line of work uh, has always been, really fascinating to me just from a sociological and like interesting perspective right like it's it's a unrepresented line of the service industry if you will right to to do what you do um and i'm not necessarily the kind of person to like be really into everyone's lives and follow them and do their um, only fans and and that whole line of stuff i just think it's a cool field to be in um and just through my own past i've had you know friends and and a, a girlfriend or two that have worked um a little bit in that field i'm pretty comfortable in it and talking about it so not not only do i don't have a problem approaching people about issues I think they might have, but I'm also like not nervous talking to you specifically, if that makes sense. So it was like a pretty easy thing for me to do because I saw it and I was like, well, I can do this. Like this, this doesn't have any kind of issue to me. This doesn't pose any kind of problem. I have no problem 
doing podcasts. I've done them in the past for, you know, several months, um, which isn't a enormous amount of time, but it's enough time to know how to speak in full sentences. Um, and I know myself well enough to know that I'm not going to come on and attack you because I felt like what you were doing was uh, opening one hell of a Pandora's box to ask the internet for somebody to come roast you. Yeah. Um, um, and a lot of them did. When I initially pitched this project uh, several times and several months ago, everyone yeah, told me not I, to Everyone yeah, told me not that. to do it, not because it wouldn't be good, but because nobody would talk to me. And that was incorrect. Very incorrect. Yes. I was going to say, I'm sure a lot of people talk to you. A lot of people wanted to tell me what they don't like about me. And some of mm-hmm. them have been very specific. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, and that's one of the reasons I reached out because I knew that I could, I can be a person, right? Like, who, that's like good. My, pro- that's, that's- my problems, were, like my problems with you, aren't like based off of what you do or what you look like, um, which I think becomes a lot of the inherent criticism that a lot of people are going to give, right? And I think that when you pose that question to the internet as a whole, um, especially in a more, um, shall we say, divided medium of of a Twitter or a social media, just in general, uh, a lot of the time you're going to get this like weird feedback right like i i can't you know i can't imagine what it's like in your position probably in the same way that you can't imagine what it's like in my position because that's just human nature um but what i can say is that like i would imagine the responses you got were a little intellectually lackluster to be political what what makes you say that i think I think that just based off of criticism that I've seen in the past of um, just people in your position, there's kind of a a dichotomy, right? Like you've got the people that have an opinion or have, you know, just a general apathy towards somebody and, you know, don't care either way or aren't super fond of a person. um, And you'll end up with, with them not really being of a vocal majority, right? So if you've got a vocal majority, it's probably going to be, you know, I'd imagine you've got people talking about like your butt or your hair color a lot, you know, or, or saying like, or like nitpicking very small, weird granular things that aren't necessarily indicative of a person. So um, your criticism is larger. You you really you have things that you dislike about me as a person. It's more valid. Is that that am I getting that right? Well, valid is a conjecture point, but yes. So like my my points aren't like pedantic. They're more like you as presented as a whole. And it's not like I think it's important to like be a very up front and say that my object or like my issues with you and we, we put issues in air quotes like there are there's a lot of things that you do that annoy me but i'm not i'm not brewing on it i'm not like sitting in a dark room going like ooh this person um <laughs> right well that's... it was fun but i guess you're not a great fit for the show never mind <laughs> right <laughs> um but i well I think that that person is immediately going to come across as super angry and it, it kind of invalidates the whole point of uh, an intellectual discussion about disagreement of, you know, basically self-presentation. Um, but 
I mean, there's, there are, there's things that you, there's a lot of things that you do that annoy me, but that's also based off of a general understanding I have of you. Um, because I've, I've known about you for, I don't know, it's gotta be like over a year. Um, you were just somebody who just popped up on a timeline and I was like, oh, that's like a personality. Like that's actually someone demonstrating a personality. So <laughs> Thank that's, you. that's, can that's you, cool. Can you tell my I, mom that? Yeah. I was like, I, I like, I like that. Cause that's, that's like what I l- like in people is I, I like kindness and intellectual, you know, intellectuality and personality. So I was very, it, it was nice to see, you know, it, because someone like that is more rare than someone attractive. Cause you can just type in, you know, attractive person on Google and it will give you the same intellectual stimulation as like talking to that person. So like you- my issues, huh? Have you typed in attractive person on Google? Is that something you? Uh, no. Not for a while, you know. I just, okay. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, I, I usually am a bit busier with my days, but, you know, sometimes if I'm bored. <laughs> um, well. Yeah, so like my, my issues with you more stem from a, a more big picture and a, a less pedantic, because that, that was one of the reasons I reached out and I said, like, if you're going to do this thing, and I I would like to hear your rationality behind it, because I think this is really crazy, <laughs> um, just as a concept as a whole. Um, but why I reached out was I, I knew that I could articulate some stuff that wasn't just going to, you know, going to be a, a hair color or body type criticism. Um, because that would be and, pedantic. Well it would kind of invalidate the whole point of a show like that. Right. Because if you've got this really, yeah, you know, you can call them shitty guys or not, or shitty people or not where, where they're going to nitpick like physical traits or weird singular behavior stuff. Then essentially what you're doing is showing like, I'm okay to like, because the arguments that people have to dislike me are so stupid, right? Like you're kind of highlighting the stupidity of, dislike and you're also not really setting yourself up to have like a good conversation about it because how do you have a conversation about like you were blonde now you're not blonde it's like okay that's that is so not really relevant to anything about anything right because it's you're conflating personal attraction or preference to like somebody else's character so you dislike my character. Am I getting this correctly? Because we, we are almost 10 minutes into the show now, and I still have yet to hear what it is that you dislike about me. Can we get into that? Yeah. No, I, I don't necessarily dislike your character. I think I dislike a lot of the hypocrisy, right? Because okay. you are such a – you are a person, and you are a person more than a lot of people in the position that you're in, right? You're not just – uh, retweeting gifs or like kind of doing a constant content push, right? You, you do exist as your own person. You are on podcasts, you try and push to do new things, which is really admirable, but then it's also countercut with a lot of, um, it's not necessarily abnormal behavior for people in your situation, but I think because it is specifically you, it rubs me a bit the wrong way because it seems a little bit too 
self-aware and self-indulgent, right? Like, I mean, it's not like you're unaware of your self-indulgence either. I mean, you're pretty. Does that bother you? That. No, not at all. I think okay. that. I think that it, it's just it just plays into what that is, right? So it's. It's. So. It is so. Let's take a step back briefly and explain to me, like, what your thoughts were for doing this podcast to begin with, and I'll, I'll try and think of like a a good way to explain where I'm coming from and kind of the feel I've got. Okay, so the concept behind this podcast is one that it's the Kennedy assassination. So I really did want to talk to people that dislike me on the internet. I get a lot of very interesting comments uh, on pretty much everything I do from a lot of different men who have very strong opinions about pretty much everything I do. Uh, And I'm very interested in these people, especially, you know, the way that you consider criticism. And you're very interesting because not only do you have critiques of me, but you seem to have quite a few critiques of other people that are critical. So it's it's almost kind of a criticismception here you've got going on. Right. Well, and that's, that is true, right? Because I think that there's a right way to be critical of somebody because what I'm doing right now is not really an advisable activity, right? To just like, come on and try and talk about things I don't like about a woman, right? Like there's, there's almost no way that I come across in a light that is admirable to anyone ever right like i'm kind of just doing this because it's interesting to me um and i think it's a cool thing to do and a a unique opportunity to get a chance to do um but i guess my question to you is like it's it's not like rude comments aren't beholden only to you Right. And it's like, it's not that only men have a problem with you. It's just like, maybe they're more vocal about it. So I guess I'm, I'm confused on the the actual inception of this where you're, where you're thinking like, do you feel that you have a disproportionate amount of dislike towards you? No, not at all. If anything, I struggle to get enough people to be mean to me as a masochist. It's incredibly frustrating. Right. Cause that, okay. So again, like, I, I have an, an, an amount of training in relationship therapy and psychiatrics, right? That's kind of my background was originally going to school for that kind of stuff. So, and that's what I saw in you. Um, and that's what I see a lot in people who are pretty as a job, um, is you sometimes find it a little difficult for somebody to just be honest, um, and that's something I struggle with too, because I just want to be honest. I don't want to blow smoke up somebody's ass because they're better looking than me. Cause that really doesn't accomplish a hell of a lot. Um, so I think, I think with you, you're in a, you're in a unique bracket because you, you have this personality online that is now, now kind of superseded your performance name. Right. You're not online. I mean, what, what is the ratio of work to kind of personal posts that you have? Because for you, I, I feel like it's really high. Um, 
Right. I see a lot more of like just you as a person rather than you as a performer. Yes. I mean, that is work though, because it's you're mm-hmm. constructing an entire brand surrounding. And I say this quite a bit to people is that if as a performer or anyone that is pretty or attractive as a job, uh, you if you want to get into the game of playing who's the prettiest, who's got the prettiest face, the biggest tits, the best ass, it's a game you're always going to lose because right. there's always going to be someone better. So to me, you have to construct that brand and construct like sort of the the mythology behind a personality. You're creating a cult of personality at the end of the day, which is a much more sustainable business model in which my life. Yeah. Okay. So you are right, but you are also one of the only people I've seen to do that. And that's not, that's not, I mean, that is more of a testament of your own intelligence than it is, you know, for other people's stupidity, right? You're just kind of ahead of the curve and you, you understand that. Um, but I think that there's also something to be said for right now, you're kind of basing a lot of what momentum you've got off of a, a, a more or less straw man personality to begin with right like because uh, expand uh, on that that's interesting how straw man it's an interesting right so it's like you're like there you could agree i i well you would know better than me but hopefully you will agree when i say that like there's probably nothing more fake than porn that exists as like a medium um uh, I, I don't think I would say that actually, but you're feel, feel free to, you're welcome to say that. Well, I mean, I'd like to hear your opinion on it. Like how often do I hear opinions like that? So, I mean, I, I don't want to just, I don't want to just ramble. I just want to say that like th- that point was saying that I think that it's inherently a, a really theatrical overblown kind of fake thing. It's, um, it's and, film. It's, it's, it's acting, it's fiction. Right. So, and I guess that's the point that I'm saying is like, it is, it is fiction. It is not real. Um, it is very fake, but it's also, you're also writing a line because you're conveying, you know, basically intense intimacy, right? So now you've got a lot of personal attachment to this kind of stuff. And and that's where a lot of these careers are built off of. And that's not necessarily an issue. Um, when you say personal attachment, can you expand on that? Um, people who feel personally invested off of your life, like in your life based off of what they're seeing you do behind a camera. Okay. So, Would you not say that someone who, you know, is really into Star Wars is also very personally invested in a fiction that they see on camera? Right. Which is true. There's there's very little CGI in in the scenes that I do. Right. And that's that's true. But like they don't they're personally invested in you, the person, not necessarily you, the work. Um, Okay. It like it's it's a lot easier to become attached to the person rather than the body of work, um, because I think it's at least from my experience, from what I've seen in people and in behaviors and comment sections, just just from what I've seen, and I'm sure that you 
have seen something different, or maybe you can say that you've seen something different. Um, it's very, it's really easy for people to get really attached to these performers who put themselves out there, you know, as, as pretty much as far as you can put yourself out there. Um, so when I'm, when I'm talking about the straw man thing, it, it's you, no part of your presence on the internet is necessarily you. Um, and I get like brand and personality cultivation and stuff like that. Um, I guess the point that I'm making is it's, it feels extra disingenuous because you specifically are so kind of self-aware of it. Um, that it kind of creates like a weird feedback where you are trying to do a good business decision, but you're, you know, you're also kind of publicly aware of, well, you're also publicly aware of kind of the, the duality of that where, where you're saying like, you know, follow me. And then also, I need attention because I'm shitty. And, and, you know, sometimes I just need a lot of attention where it's like, okay, like it's very self-aware and like, that's not necessarily like self-aware is a great personality trait, but it comes across weird to me uh, as like a very contradictory, like mindset where it's like, okay, well you can't, you kind of, you come across a lot of the time as like a want the cake and eat it too person. Where it's your, I mean, there's, there's no point in having a cake that you can't eat. That is a central tenet of my belief system. If you have the cake, you you get to eat the cake. I think that it's, I think that it's a, a nice notion. And I think that if it's as cut as dry as cake, right? Like if you're like, oh, it's cake. I like cake. I want to eat the cake. That's, you know, that's fine. But you, you lose some contextuality with the actual philosophics of it, where it's, that's part of the, the annoyance where it's like, I, I want to have a bunch of like really superficial interactions, but also establish myself as somebody who wants to be more than a superficial personality, because I understand that in a game of superficiality, there's not really ever a winner because it's a constant battle, right? Like you just said that yourself and that that's pretty, that's self-evident in the, of the career just in general. So would it be better if I didn't have a personality and it was just superficial? Are you saying, cause it seems like you're somebody that likes the world to be that kind of cut and dry where you can be a superficial person. You can be hot on the internet or you can be a self-aware person. And to you, the, the melding of those two things is disturbing. I think, I think for, well, it's kind of hard, right? Because it's in a way that's correct, but in a, it's, you don't want to, everybody's capable of having a, a multiplicity, right? Like there, there is complex natures that create everyone. However, when you're in a public space and you specifically are monetizing, right? Like you're taking other people's money based off of how you present yourself. I think that when you're, when you're doing your branding, 
um, and you're constantly contradicting your brand, it's annoying just from a, a fundamental standpoint where it's like, okay, well, just because people are paying you, does that make it right? Um, where it's, what career are you trying to build? Because it's like, I, I still don't know what you're trying to do long term. Not that I know you that well, obviously, um, but you give off a lot of contradictory stuff. Um, you know, a lot of posts from you are, you know, pretty asexual at times where it's, you know, it's a very like, you know, these humanistic, you know, gross in my sweatpants, eating a, eating Chinese food kind of stuff, which is fine. Like who cares? Um, how you dare are, I wear sweatpants and tell the world about it? Yeah, right. Like, I, like, I truly do not the care. Audacity. I know it sounds like I might. Yeah, right. No, I'm. The point that I'm saying is like, you're also taking people's money, and I think that that puts a different precedent on that. And, and it's not like anyone can be whatever the fuck they want on the internet. Like, who who cares? Um, I think it's just different when you are when you're taking people's when, money. Well, when you're like using that as an advertising platform and, and like actually profiting off of other people's engagement with you. I think it, it sets a different precedent for behavior. Um, you know, it's like, how, how famous do you get before you stop asking for cash app stuff? And, and like, I'm not saying you specifically, I know that that's something you do. I'm just saying like, just in general for people, like, it's not like, Denzel Washington, or you just pick anybody. I don't know why. You just pick literally any name, but it's like it's not like they're posting and being like, "I want wine." Who's gonna cash at me for wine? It's like that's that's kind of weird. Like it's not. I mean, it's, it's I will super say dramatic. It's just like a little weird, right? Like it's. I will say that uh, Denzel did outearn me by just a little bit last year. Um, just a just a tiny little bit, a few figures actually. Um. <laughs> uh but yeah okay so you you do not like that i have monetized my personality well i i don't like that you've monetized a contradicting personality but that is my personality right so you don't like my personality well i think that and you really don't like that i profit off of it no because that's not that's the whole that's your whole job I mean, if you didn't do that, you wouldn't get paid, right? So I think that it's unfair to try and make somebody out as somebody against independent sex work because that's not what I'm doing at all. No, I um, don't think you are. I'm, I, you are against me specifically, not, not sex work. I make no assumptions about your feelings on, on sex work on or off the internet for sure. It's, it's totally okay to support sex workers and just personally dislike me. Well, and it's not necessarily that I personally dislike you. I think that just a lot of the stuff comes across as just kind of overly selfish, right? Because it's kind of, you seem to very often take advantage of people just uh. for like a, a like whimsy or or like kind of a whim, th- which doesn't seem very you know businessy, right? Like it's. I think that there's a there's just a think, difference in how it comes across. 
you don't think taking advantage of people is is businessy. I think that on a one-to-one scale, it becomes a lot less businessy. There's something to be said for a corporation taking advantage of a person and like you specifically asking one person or a handful of people. I think that becomes a little bit different. Okay, how many people would I have to ask for it to be not problematic to you? Is there a number or is it just sort of an amorphous thing? Well, I think that that would rely on you not being a a personal identifiable entity, right? Like there's some, it's not like Walmart is a person posting selfies, right? So you can say like companies take advantage of people all the time, which is true. Corporations um, are people. Right. But they're also comprised of people and their, their, their essential business isn't necessarily being naked on the internet. Right, you don't you don't go to Walgreens and you're like, wow, Walgreens is really hot today on Twitter. Um, it's it is the personal connection that becomes slightly problematic. It's not necessarily like if if somebody wants to support you, that's awesome. Like, and if they've got the means for it, go for it. I think that just for you in your position, I think that it's it's a little bit like waving a, a red flag, not, not like an emotional red flag or a relationship red flag, just a, a flag in general um, and saying a like, not a door flag. Right. Where it's, it's saying like, look, look what I can do because I I'm here and I can get away with it. And I, I just get that vibe a lot. And, and, and it's probably not true. It's just like, that's how it comes across a lot where it's, I can do this. So I'm going to do this and it's fine. Um, and at the, the end of the day, it is, fu- well, and at the end of the day, it is fine. But like, where do you draw a line in that? Like when, when do you, when does personal accountability come into play for like your own behaviors, whether or not you're running a business or, uh, and I, you know, a brand as a whole. But if I'm a business and I'm selling a product, the product just happens to be me and I'm not falsely advertising what you're getting by supporting the business or purchasing the product, when does that become disingenuous? Because I'm not holding people at gunpoint saying cash at me or we're going to have a problem. No, No, of course not. But, but you're still like kind of, you are good at leading a lot of leaders for yourself, which is good. And it's like a smart business move, honestly. Um, I think that the issue becomes when you're like, that's not entirely your business, right? Like it is, but you're also doing what you're doing like podcasts and you're trying to do books and you're trying to like do comedy. And so you've got, you've got all these different avenues you're pursuing, which is great. Um, But it also starts to become a little more hazy when all of a sudden now you're still I mean, you're still kind of rattling the hat around, you know, and looking for people to kick stuff in publicly where it just, it's kind of weird at times where it's just like not, it just comes across as not uh, likable. Very fair. See, you hit the nail on the head. I knew it was a good idea to have you on this show. Today's episode will be broken up into two parts. As you can probably fucking tell, this conversation went on forever. Please be on the lookout for part two coming soon. 
Thank you for listening. My name is Kate Kennedy, and you can find me anywhere online at the OG Kennedy. You can find this podcast at semiprocockjockey.com as well as anchor.fm slash the Kennedy assassination or anywhere you listen to podcasts. This is the Kennedy assassination.